Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, productivity, and performance coach. I help, I basically help people to learn, because we didn't learn this at school, how to use nutrition as a tool to improve health, fitness, the way we feel, the way we look, and the way we do our work, and absolutely everything in our life, because food is what we build off every single cell in our body. Guys, today we are talking about food education and also what's the best diet. You know, there are so many diets and diet books, I don't know, millions, more, and everyone is trying to figure out or scream at us like this is the way you eat you gotta go vegan to save the planet you gotta go keto because obviously fruit is poison and i'm gonna make you fat and you're gonna ah, you gotta just eat in so many different ways and everyone seems to know exactly you know how we're supposed to eat and usually it's the way they eat right um kind of aren't you curious about that like the best diet is always the diet that the author of this new book is on so um i used to be like that to be honest uh but now i learned better that what we personally do what works for us the best it's not the science it's it just feels so personal and so right because that's what feels right to us but it is not universal. And I think once we all divorce this idea that the world is the way we perceive it and feel it and think about it, once we understand that it's only one point of view, the rest becomes easy. Then you're not attached to any diet. And when somebody says, oh, you know, I think this is better, you don't take it personally and it doesn't trigger any emotions in you. Because like, okay, this seems to work for this person. Maybe it is the best way for them. Although also, as a nutritionist trained in nutrition science, I, of course, learned the actual science. And so when somebody tells me that they're going to go raw vegan and eat just bananas, and I know that's just not how the human body works, and it's not going to satisfy the needs of a human body, like we actually have science about the needs of a human body, right? So I'm like, yeah, do your thing, but uh, I doubt it very highly it's going to work. At least that's not what the data, the science that we have now shows to us. And I'm yet to see a person who survived their whole life eating just bananas. There is a girl who I used to follow, 30 bananas a day. Uh, you know, she if you ask her, she probably thinks that you can indeed survive on just bananas, but somehow see she does not eat just bananas. But anyhow, that's a side side kind of guys. What is the best way to eat? Is there a best way to eat? Well a simple answer is no, there is no best way to eat for all of us, but there are requirements that we need to meet to develop a way of eating that is best for us. So there is no better diet, but there is best diet for you personally. Again, what do I mean by that? So we have these requirements that we got to meet for as human beings. You know, a cow can eat different kinds of grasses and she's probably going to be okay. Um, that's where she gets her nutrients from. And that's what 
your digestive system can digest and get nutrients from, right? Probably there's water, like I'm not an expert in cow's nutrition, so I'm not sure. But obviously human beings cannot eat mostly grass and survive. So we do have our own needs and we know that we need certain proteins, um, specifically building blocks, amino acids. We also need the know that we need certain fats that are essential for uh, the function of human body and human brain and all the other systems. Uh, we know that we have this gut microbiome and that has trillions of bacteria. And when we don't fit it, the right things, we seem to suffer, especially long term. Uh, we also have essential vitamins and minerals. And we are, when we are chronically deficient in those, and, and by the way, guys, we are still discovering them, like vitamins, minerals. That's a pretty new thing. Uh, the first vitamin was discovered at the beginning of uh, 20th century. And the last one, I don't remember, it was 2010 or maybe even later. So we're still discovering essential vitamins and minerals and compounds in our diet that a human being needs to thrive and survive. And also things that, um, for example, affect our long-term health and survival and well-being. They are much harder to track because, well, you're not going to die today, but in 30, 40 years, you can develop diseases because you lack this nutrient that me, we might not yet even discovered, right? So it is complicated, but we also have quite a lot of knowledge. And so if you decide to eat just bananas, uh, our knowledge says then you're going to suffer. That is a guarantee. Um, the best diet, back to the best diet. So the first aspect of the best way of eating is to do your best to meet the requirements that we already know we have as human beings. So certain proteins, certain fats, fibers, vitamins, and minerals, those micronutrients that are lost in most people's diets because our food supply got more and more processed and we just eliminate a bunch of stuff and then fortify it with stuff that we think is important, but we also don't know a bunch of stuff, so we can't really fortify it with everything we need because we don't know everything. How can you fortify a food with everything we need if we don't know everything, right? It's kind of contradictory, but yet a lot of companies, um, like for example, meal replacement companies like Soylent, they claim, oh, this drink contains everything you need. We don't know everything. How can you claim that? So that is definitely anti-science. Uh, you can't provide something that you don't know about. So anyhow, getting past Soylent and all that stuff, the best diet, number one, it got a supply, at least has the potential to supply all the essential nutrients, right? Number two, it has to agree with your digestive system. We have very unique microbiomes depending on your DNA, on your origins, on where you were born, on where you lived, your stage of life. Our microbiome are basically the bacteria we have in our gut. They are very, very unique. They say it's as unique as our fingerprints. Like our DNA is not actually that important for uh, the diet that is best for us. Our microbiome is, and that changes almost every day depending on what you decide to put in your body today. It is quite fascinating, to be honest, that our gut microbiome is that very flexible 
part of our health that just changes every day based on our own actions. And it's just not just food, it's the way you sleep, your stress levels, all of it has an effect on gut microbiome, believe it or not, what they do and what kind of bacteria um, have better conditions to live in your gut and survive in your gut. So the food, the best diet, it has to agree with your gut. Also, you, um, in the ideal world, you you wouldn't have any sensitivities, allergic reactions to the foods you consume uh, on a daily basis. And those are very often really, really hard to uh, diagnose. There are no precise tests, no matter what companies say, there is no such precision that is 100%. And also it changes. And also it's not as pronounced. Like you can have sensitivities to certain foods that don't really do much, just increase inflammation a little bit more in your gut, maybe triggering a little bit more your immune system, but nothing major, so you wouldn't even really know. Um, But the more the diet agrees with your gut, the better you're going to feel, the more energy you're going to have, the better your sleep is going to be, the less inflammation in your body you're going to have. But again, it's hard to act upon it, but usually the more whole foods you have, the less gut sensitivities you're going to get. And then allergies, those usually more pronounced, like when you eat foods that you're allergic to, you're going to notice it. That's the difference, I guess, between allergies and sensitivities that you can kind of feel and understand. Number three, what is the best diet for you? It's the one that is also compatible with human biology. So it's not just about getting all the nutrients, but also getting them on the right time. Human beings are the creatures that are designed to thrive during the day compared to, let's say, rats that are designed to thrive and be most active during the night. And so when you feed rats, for example, during the day when you when they're supposed to be sleeping or not as active, they actually get diseases as humans would if you were to feed humans during the night. That's why also, by the way, shift work is so detrimental to people's health or just uh, switching your time uh, on a continuum to more to the later side when you consume most of your food and you are most active during the night. Of course, there are variations depending on your chronotype, but even then, uh, even if you're a night owl, most of the night you should be sleeping. Sleeping just your uh, night starts maybe a couple of hours later than uh, of that of a morning person. Um, plus, you know, when it comes to human biology, sometimes you can hear things like, uh, or apes or monkeys or um, other animals eat like this, for example, eat a lot of plants and they develop musculature. And that's why human beings can also eat only plants and they do not need proteins to build a lot of muscles. But those people forget to tell you that our digestive system is different from all the other species, even from monkeys who are the closest, who are closest co- uh, cousins, their guts work in a much different way. It is designed to ferment uh, a lot more plant foods, whereas our gut is quite different. In this, it is designed, so to speak. We were like not designed, but more evolved 
we evolved in a way to be better suited for omnivore diet, basically a variety of foods, and specifically our gut is more suited for cooked food. Believe it or not, cooking was something that really changed human beings, that allowed our brain to grow. So nutrition actually made us human, and cooking was a huge part of it, because suddenly we could get uh, nutrients from all the foods that before were not available to our digestive system. But guys, to cut the long story short, the best diet for you personally is the one that is suited for you, for you as a human being, as a part of species, homo sapiens, right? So you're not a cow, you can't eat grass, you're not a monkey, you can't eat like one, 30 bananas a day and hoping to survive. Even monkeys, I don't think, eat only bananas. But anyhow, so species-specific diet, uh, you're also not a rat to eat at night. Uh, number two, the diet that fits your gut microbiome. And that's where there is a lot of confusion. Like for some people, they can eat more animal foods and be totally fine and healthy. Some people can eat mostly plant foods and be totally healthy and fine. And that's because of the differences in genetics and gut microbiome. Um, so also sensitivities, allergies, the best diet is the one that has the least that fits your gut microbiome, your genetics the best. And now we have more precise tools, but they're still not really that precise. And number three, you got to supply the essential nutrients that at least that we know about, those fats and proteins and vitamins and minerals and all these other different compounds that we are yet to discover. So those three factors make the best diet for you. Some are common for human beings, like certain requirements for nutrients. We know as a part of homo sapiens, we need those. Um, some are common, you know, what what makes the diet the best. Some are a little bit different or a lot different from person to person. Um, like if I tell my clients, for example, eat chickpeas, but if they are allergic to, to that, they're not going to be eating them. Or I, I, can't, I can tell them, eat spinach, but if there is something that makes their gut hate spinach and they have all kinds of... Uh, allergic-like reactions to spinach, no matter how good the spinach is, uh, they're not going to be eating that spinach, right? So that makes a difference. But the beauty of being an omnivore or a, a, a part of species who eat a lot of foods, that you can get a lot of essential nutrients from all the variety of different foods. And that's why one person can eat one diet, the other person can, can eat another diet. But the diet that doesn't work for anyone, guys, that is also very conclusive. The diet consisting of processed food and derived of all the deprived of all the essential nutrients. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them, right? So processed food diets, what we see from observational data, data on health of different people around the globe and their diets, what we know for sure of uh, is that the more processed foods are in person's diet, the worse they seem to do on all health biomarkers, right? So the more processed food is in your diet, the worse you're going to do. Um, and also we know that the more variety of whole foods in a person's diet, the better they seem to do overall and long term. A variety means different food groups, meaning fruit, and vegetables, and nuts and seeds, and beans, and lentils, and meat, and fish, and eggs, and 
dairy. So usually, especially with a healthy gut, the more variety there is, the better the person is going to be. Because of simple fact, the more variety of foods is in your diet, the more nutrients you're going to get. Because every time you eliminate food group, like let's say you limit, eliminate completely dairy products. Now, where are you going to get your calcium from? From plants? Yeah, but are you going to eat a kilogram of spinach every day? Right? So the point being is uh, some foods are better at delivering certain nutrients than other foods. And that's why when you eat variety, you kind of get the best of all words. So if you're not allergic and sensitive to any specific food, you don't have any medical conditions, then I highly recommend you to look at eating more whole foods than less because of that exact reason. The more variety, the more nutrients. The more nutrients, the more the better your chances to hit all the nutritional targets for a healthy, fit, and well human being, the part of the species that we are all part of Homo sapiens. And now the practical takeaway, guys. So the best diet, the ones that feeds a Homo sapiens species, you're not a cow, not gorilla, not monkey, not elephant, you cannot eat like one. Number two, it's going to be best for your gut, allergies, sensitivities. You know, you got to respect your gut and we all have very unique guts. And number three is it's got to cover as much as possible essential nutrient requirements. And the trick here is we don't know yet about all of the nutrient requirements. And that's why it's also better to eat whole foods, not processed foods and products that claim to have everything because we don't know everything so we can't put everything in one product just impossible plus it's been shown again and again and again that nutrients from products and from whole foods are metabolized and absorbed in a different way meaning whole foods work better not Soylent. Um, the reason why I'm talking about Soylent is because a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs, optimizers, and they're like, can I just drink Soylent, you know, and keep living and working on my business and mission? And the answer is no. If you are interested in giving yourself the best chances of optimal health, performance, and long life. Practical takeaway, guys. What can you do? Because we have no nutrition education, literally, in our food system at the moment, and most diet books are about selling you stuff, usually the diet that the author was super pumped about at the time of writing. So, and on the internet, most of the blogs, again, written not by scientists, but somebody who got really passionate about a diet and had really very little, if any, uh, scientific education in the area. And they just wrote this blog and because they were good at uh, search engine optimization and creating great titles, and maybe they also have a great following. Because of that, people decided that it's probably true. Sounds good. Well, that's uh, not a good way to approach nutrition science and creating a meal plan for yourself to make sure that you are in optimal health. So what is a better way? A better way is invest in a session with a professional nutritionist who can look at what you eat and your eating patterns and will tell you, okay, um, looking at what you do now, 
you might be missing this and this and this nutrients and these are and these nutrients are found in those kinds of foods most importantly so what kind of foods do you like let's figure out how include them into your meal plan so you can consistently get those nutrients that you usually miss out on and also nutritionists will tell you why it's important to eat those nutrients how they can contribute to your energy levels or your beautiful hair or skin or your sleep or your mental health and anxiety levels nutrients they influence absolutely everything we feel we think right so so invest, consider it as an investment in your personal development, a part of your health insurance that you never got. Learning how to eat to optimize the nutrition balance in your diet, uh, it's a skill that everyone needs to have. And once you got it, guys, then you just do it. Uh, a good nutrition coach, I also am a coach, will also help you to figure out the best way for you to eat this plan so it feels natural and you don't feel like you own some sort of plan. It's like learning to love or like and cook and prepare new foods and just understanding why these foods are important. And once you know, guys, once you understand that, it's going to be so much easier for you to eat them on a regular basis, especially once you learn how to put it in your routine, because now you know why it's important, you know how to make it happen in an easy, simple way in your life. And yeah, the most important part is you understand why. And if you change something, you also understand that you need to think about the change, the nutritional change you're making, and where now, how you might substitute this food with another food and why. So invest in at least one proper session with a nutritionist to understand where you are today when it comes to supplying all the essential nutrients and where you need to be in order to have the best chances to live in a healthy, fit body and uh, mind that is happy and well. So that's the practical takeaway, guys, because at the moment, again, we don't have proper nutrition education in our system anywhere and diet books and diet blogs just not going to do it. So invest in a session with a nutritionist, with a nutrition coach, reach out to me. Uh, if you've been with this podcast for quite a while, it's worth it, guys. Plus, you can also share this knowledge with all the people around you, your family, your friends, your spouses. When I work with people, a lot of times what would happen, the diet of the whole family improves. Everyone loses weight, feels better, feels fitter, and is more is happier. Because when we all eat better, everyone feels better and everyone benefits. And anyhow, guys, um, it's time for me to wrap it up. The most important takeaways from today's episode are... The best diet for you is the one that feeds human species. You're not a cow, not a rat, not a monkey, right? Uh, so eat the omnivore diet consisting of all the different whole foods that we know works better for human species. You know, we can look back centuries and, and even more and see what human beings 
be used to it and eat now, the healthiest and the fittest one. Number two, respect your gut, allergies, sensitivities. If you consistently do not feel good after your meals, probably you're not eating the foods that work for your gut, for your body. And number three, uh, figure out a meal plan that has the potential to supply all the nutrients. And guys, it can be done on omnivore, on plant-based, on um, keto, on high-carb, on low-carb, on any diet, but you got to know what you do. Uh, guessing, not going to work. And that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Share this episode with another person who claims to know what's the best diet is for everyone. Share this episode with them, please. And reach out for a session with me if you feel like you don't really understand how nutrition works and whether you do eat everything you need or not, and you might already experience some negative effects of poor nutrition, lack of energy, lack of drive, bad sleep, um, lack of uh, desire to exercise and mood um, and move and negative moods and maybe some health issues, persistent ones, chronic ones, right? Reach out. Let's figure it out. Until next time, guys, tomorrow we're going to have a very special guest episode. So stay tuned. Uh, you're going to learn how, how the mind is very important for the health and fitness of the body. Uh, so stay tuned tomorrow. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily.